the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, wow, it's Wednesday, and that is Hump day. <laughs> I think you wait every single week just for that one little shout out to the middle of the week. You know, man, I've been practicing on that one for about the last, uh, I guess, about five or six months, man. Uh, yeah, so uh, Hump day. better and better. We're gonna have to replace it with actually the audio of you doing it. <laughs> Man, I tell you, uh, Noah. Is you in studio, man? I I was going to be there, uh, but uh, I got my great uh, guest. Uh, that's uh, hey, how you doing, David? Uh, I, I don't want to throw you on the bus because you my man. You my main man, and we all need to hear this. But David decided that he wanted to do it from home, and I and I said, why? Why? I got so much going on uh, today because I'm on the plane at four o'clock in the morning. That's early times, my friend. Yeah, uh, because I'm heading to Atlanta. Uh, Are you trying to rub to, in on air to the general manager that you're going to be at a certain Hawks game? I'm going to be doing my show, the James Cooley Show. It's your life from the State Farm Arena uh, headquarters. Again, <laughs> on air, I thought, you know, originally you first told me, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's funny joke. No, you're actually doing this. This is exciting stuff. I, I know you're going to uh, get a chance to know me a little bit more that uh, I never do things. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I, I bring it out there and it's, it's, it's there. And so I'm, I'm looking forward. So tomorrow uh, we got a great show. We've got a fantastic show tonight and I don't want to lose uh, that interest, but we got a great show tomorrow. We're going to talk about uh, uh, alternative medicines and uh, a lot of things that uh, that could help us get on track and uh, understand our system, our body, our physical, mentally, and emotional standpoint. And then Friday, I'm at the Hawks. I'm doing the show live there. And I, you know how that is. And I got my boys, and we're going to be talking about uh, how to maintain a successful marriage uh, and make sure that uh, we don't lose focus. So the women are going to be controlling that. The women and you, Noah, are going to be controlling that one. <laughs> you know, so. But, Noah, we got a fantastic show tonight, man, because uh, remember last night's show? It I was do remember so, last night's show. Yeah, very, and, very, and, very and, powerful. And we, we had Rachel uh, 
And I always mess up her 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 last name of Mumarasi, and she just brought it. And you know what? It's a couple of things that she said that was so important. Uh, she talked about the uh, seven generations that are in, and she started out with uh, 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 she started out with uh, uh, um, not not the new gen, but she started out with uh, and, and I'm, I'm I'm having a, a moment on air right now. Uh, but um, she started out with that. But actually, it's eight generations because uh, uh, she started out with baby booms uh, and she, that she worked her way back to baby booms. But we, we had to look at the industrial area right before the baby booms. And uh, a lot of those guys in that generation, of course, they're I mean, dying off and this and that. But uh, all this new technology that uh, that we have today started from the industry, industrial uh, generation and the baby booms picked it up and and uh, generation uh, X picked it up generation Y generation Z and now we own uh, we starting this all over uh, where the the new generation I, I call it AA because <laughs> we starting over they haven't even started working yet they still like twelve all I know James is this makes me feel old. <laughs> Well, you can imagine how I feel. But uh, but uh, Rachel, I just want to say that uh, she started that out and she had me thinking all day today that uh, we need to talk about that one. And plus, you know what, what's what's uh, important is, is is it's not, you know, we talked about the legacy uh, stories and this and that uh, last week. Uh, but a lot of us tend to miss the point that you know, regardless of what generation you are, just like uh, I'm one of the baby boomers, uh, we plan to fail on how we're going to protect our family, our next generation and generation after that, because we don't know nothing about, and I'm just telling you from my point of view, and I'm, I'm sure many others, protecting your family and your assets is to make sure that they are passed on. And tonight we got an expert. Uh, we got David White. Uh, that's going to explain all of these things to us. And so, uh, Noah, you and I talked about that last night a little bit, and you was excited. And Yeah, I'm uh, excited, James, because I actually produce also a financial show. on. A, I don't host it. I produce it on a daily basis. And one of the things that we always talk about, which I'm sure David is going to bring tonight, is that it's about financial literacy. A lot of people just don't know what they don't know. And so when you bring them the information, it really opens up a whole new perspective about how they can secure their future and their family's future. I think David is going to touch on that a little bit, uh, but we also got Joshua Goldsmith that's going to talk a little bit more, not not tonight, but uh, in, in another show. But uh, I'm excited uh, about having David on. And, you know, before we get started, I, I got to say hello to my uh, beautiful, uh, co-host uh, who's back in Texas at the time. I'm in California. I'm in our California studios. Uh, I'm talking about home studio. How you doing, Michelle Cooley? How you doing? Happy hump day! <laughs> <laughs> hey, Noah, for Woo-hoo! some reason... That did- <laughs> so, how you doing, Michelle? I'm doing good. Can't wait to start the show, James, and talk about protecting your family and assets. And uh, and, and and doing that, uh, David. How are you doing, man? I mean, you, I know you're being silent right now, but when you start, uh, I ain't gonna be no more silence. How you doing, my friend? I am good on this hot day, James. <laughs> 
Hey, Noel, I can't wait to get this thing started. So why, why don't we just get it started, Noel? What do you think? I think it's time to start it right now. Hey, Michelle, can you tell our listener audience what the purpose of today's show? Yes, the purpose of today's show is to discuss the importance of estate planning, learn about the differences between a trust and a will, and about the ramifications of not having a trust or a will, and learn about the various documentation involved with estate planning and some of the challenges that come along with it. Wow. Can you introduce our great, great guest tonight that's going to help us understand what estate planning and what's uh what it means to secure your legacy for as passing on whatever you might accumulate it uh, to the people that you want to continue uh, whatever you started. Yes, David S. White. David S. White assists clients with all their estate planning needs. The firm provides a complete estate planning approach, including living trusts pour over will, durable power of attorney, and advanced health care directive. Whether you have significant assets or a more modest estate, each client is treated with the utmost care and professionalism in order to meet their unique estate planning needs. The firm also focuses on trust administration in order to assist the trustee with fiduciary duties when administrating the trust. In addition, the law office of David S. White handles the entire probate process from filing the initial letters of administration to the distribution of assets to the beneficiaries. Attorney White also represents clients with administrative legal issues. He has been successful in representing clients with Social Security disability and veterans' disability compensation. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. David S. White. Hey, how you doing, David? Welcome to the show, my friend. And uh, I, I want to get that introduction in uh, before we really got dealt deep into that. But uh, uh, we got a break coming up, but we got time uh, for at least one question. So, David, uh, you have been on my show before, and you have reminded our listening audience uh, uh, about certain things. Can you tell them real quickly uh, where you grew up and uh, a little bit about your upbringing? Sure, JC. Yeah, thanks again for having me on your show. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and your lovely wife, Michelle, and uh, just enjoy uh, the opportunity. And I, I grew up in uh, the Midwest, so I'm a, uh, from Ohio, and uh, grew up in a small town called Wellington, about 5,000 people. Uh, still was like that when I was there, and I think it still is. So, uh, it's one of those uh, places that's outside of Cleveland. So um, I, I grew up, you know, a Cleveland Cavalier fan, Cleveland Indians fan. Uh, that that was my uh, uh, and, and Cleveland Browns, of course, a frustrated Cleveland <laughs> Browns fan. But, uh, but we're we're always optimistic, and I think this year you're even more so. So anyway, uh, just yeah, small town. Everybody kind of took care of each other. Uh, everybody kind of knew everybody. Uh, so if you got out of the line, uh, you'd probably hear from it from, uh, you know, somebody that uh, would be able to talk to your parents. So that kind of, uh, that, that kind of helped me, uh, you know, sense of community wanting to help, uh, others. And, uh, and that's, that's basically how I got into estate planning, being able to, uh, 
assist others with doing uh, something that's important and, and getting and, and, and all of this is important. But Dave, we're going to take a station break. But you know, when we come back, we are really going to delve off into estate planning and protecting your assets and making sure that you have an understanding of what that means. So we'll be back shortly with David White. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And I'll you know, tell you, all, our, if you want to be part of this conversation, it's one 888 Three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We got David White that's going to be talking and educating us on things that I believe. I believe it doesn't matter whether you got wealth uh, or whatever that might be, but you got precious things and and you want to pass things down to your family. So uh, we have to understand that there are rules and regulations, there's laws and a lot of things in order to protect that. So uh, again, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight eight eight. Three four four eleven seventy. Uh, the title of the show today is "Protecting Your Family and Assets." David, my friend, you know, uh, how long have you been practicing law? I've been practicing since two thousand seven, so about fourteen years, um, and it's been mostly in, in the area of estate planning. Uh, so that's uh, that's where I kind of got my uh, first start with uh, a firm that did uh, estate planning, and, and that's how I developed an interest in it. And uh, been doing it since yeah, since 2007. You know, David, uh, uh, just like uh, you know, you just mentioned estate planning. Uh, a lot of uh, folks do not understand what that means, and um, they don't uh, know that uh, 
a lot of things get caught up in court if you don't plan properly when you can during the time we're cognitive or whatever that might be. Can you explain to our listening audience uh, what you mean by estate planning and why it's important uh, that everybody have a will or a trust or something to make sure that it doesn't get caught up in what we call probate? Yeah, that's a good question. So with a state plan, you basically you're it's you're taking care of those that you love and that you want to make sure that they receive uh everything that they're entitled to. Uh because if you don't plan then that may not happen or it may not happen to the way you want it. Um for example, if you have a trust, uh you can uh, pl- place your property in the trust and have that go to the your loved ones without going through the probate process. And when I say probate process, I mean basically the court. So if you, uh, d- you own property, you don't have it in a trust, uh, it, it will go through probate, and that will take you know years. Uh, and then you know the, your loved ones will get less than what you really wanted. Uh, because it's going to cost a lot more to do that. Um, so you save time and money by putting things in your trust before uh, these kinds of things happen. Um, so at the very least, you want to do that. Uh, sometimes you just may need a will because you may not you may not have property that uh, that goes into a trust. That so you would you make sure you at least have a will so that that your intentions are carried carried out. Otherwise, the court will decide, you know, who gets what and how much and um, those kinds of things. So you want to you want to do some planning uh, by either, you know, looking into a, a, having a living trust or you know, at least having a will. You know, David, sometimes um, some people may say, you know, I don't want to go through all the rigors of hiring an attorney and um, I'd rather do it myself, my options out there to create an estate plan. Why do you feel people do need an attorney as opposed to a do-it-yourself option? Yeah, there's a lot of things that can go wrong um, when you take it on yourself. Um, If things are... Done, not done right, then that property that you have uh, could end up going through probate. And, and so, let's say you wanted to do, you wanted to avoid that, so you did your own trust, and you or you did it through a uh, company that does that, um, you know, for you, uh, or at least gives you the, the tools and says that you can do it. Um, but there's those companies, they're uh, they're basically allowing you to have the forms, but then you have to do the the work they can't uh, otherwise they'd be practicing law and so they um, basically they allow you to do that you know they're making the decisions with some of their guidance and and if you don't do that right and like I said you could end up in the probate uh, you don't you may not uh, you could miss some things that need to be done correctly and that's that's where you know you, you try to save a you know a little bit of money and you end up in the long run, having to pay more as a result because of the, the estate's now uh, not, you know, correctly done. You know, there are people out there who, you know, they don't have that many assets or maybe they're living paycheck to paycheck. Why do they still need to have an estate plan, in your opinion? Because if if they don't, then they 
basically are letting the court decide, you know, who gets uh, what. And then uh, and even let's just say in, let's say in California, if your estate is under, you know, $166,000 um, and, and that, you know, that wouldn't end up going through a probate. But you're still the people that you've left behind. They still have to figure out how they're going to obtain this money. The bank's not just going to hand it over to them. There still are certain procedures that they would have to go through to get the money and to get you know their their claim, you know uh, their beneficiary designation. So um, even even with small states, you, you can run into these problems with banks and financial institutions. So you, if you don't have it uh, set up so that uh, it goes either through the, the probate court with a will or it's already set up into a trust where you're avoiding that, um, then you, you're, you're going to run into problems and you're going to set your, your your people up that you want to pr- provide for with a bunch of headaches trying to figure out what they're going to do with all this stuff and how they're going to uh, you know get it. And when the banks are saying, uh, I'm sorry, we're not going to that, that – uh, uh, we're not going to allow that to go to you because you need letters of administration from a court. And, and that's basically they're saying you need to go to probate and probate and get this money. Um, but if but let's say you had a, a living trust, uh, you, you're, you know, they're going to just already know that that property is in a trust and they're going to look at and see who the trustee is and they'll distribute that money to, to the trustee without going to court. Hey, Dave, producer Noah here. What would you say to somebody that maybe says, you know what? Okay, I just started my career. I'm, I'm actually in a really good job. I'm pretty successful, but I'm really young. I don't need to worry about that yet. I'll get to that somewhere down the line. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand that. and uh, A lot of people I talk to fall into that category. And, uh, it, and, it, and you know, they think that they, get, they can live forever and there's not going to be any uh, problems. They'll take care of it when they when they uh, maybe uh, have, you know, more children or they're able to, they're, they're getting older. So the, the, the problem with that is that you don't know uh, how long you're going to be here. I mean, accidents can happen any day and any time. And, you know, you, you think you've got time uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, you don't. And so and then you're left with uh, those who, you know, that uh, you care for and then having to pick up the pieces. Um, so you, if you just at least do some planning, um, like I had a client in today, a uh, fairly uh, young uh, client. Um, she just have to, she has two properties. Um, and, but, but she's single individual, no, um, no children, not married currently. Um, but I mean, she's got, she's got, you know, property that uh, would end up being in a probate and, um, if she passed on and, and she doesn't know, you know, she want that to happen. So we, we did a living trust for her, um, so that she could control the assets and be able to de- designate who she wants that to go to. Um, you know, she, she just realized, was, you know, that, Hey, something could happen to me. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly young, but, uh, I still need a plan. And so, uh, so she, you know, we took care of that. So, and, you know, that, that's, that's what I'd recommend is just, you know, prepare for the, it is inevitable, you know, that as far as I know, 100% of us will not you know, survive uh, forever. So um, you have to, you have to prepare for it at some point and why, why put it off 
um, you know, if, if you can, if you can, uh, you know, hire, uh, you know, do a, a will, uh, it's not that expensive. Um, you can, you can at least do that and, uh, uh get things, uh, at least plan, have some plan ahead. I agree. And real quickly before break on that, when somebody realizes, okay, you know, I'm young, but maybe I do need to get take care of this now. Don't know how long I'm going to be around. I do have family. What credentials should an individual seek when they're looking for somebody like yourself to draw up a trust or a will? Because this isn't something you want to just hand over to anybody. Yeah, you you want to see uh, if, you know, what is what is their area of practice and how long have they been doing it? Uh, if they had, you know, what, what's their what's their story as far as their success with with helping people stay out of probate? You know, do do, the, do these trusts the trusts that you're working on? You know, do they do they work? Uh, th- those are things I would ask. Uh, you know, if if you got uh, some, some attorneys may not practice full time in this area, but they do it uh, on this, you know, on the side, so to speak, of their main area of practice. Let's say they do mostly civil litigation but then they, you know somebody comes in wants to want to trust they'll they'll try to do that and i would i would be careful because uh, those you know if you don't devote your time to this kind of practice then you may not uh have it someone that that is going to be knowledgeable that you know that will help you wow you know I, I dave we're going to take a station break but um i'll tell you We're going to come back and we're going to let David continue to educate us on the importance of having a will or trust and understanding why that's important. We'll be back shortly with It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, we got uh, David White up that's talking about protecting your family and assets. And uh, a lot of people think that you have to be rich. Uh, you have to have all of this stuff in order to protect those things. You, you might not have a whole lot of anything, but if you don't get everything taken care of right, and especially if you want to be passed down to others, 
uh, you're going to get caught up in probate. Doesn't matter how much money you got. Doesn't matter how much this and that. They had to go through the right processes. So if you want to be part of this conversation, it's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. David, uh, you know, first of all, I, I believe that though, uh, we have to be clear, uh, with what's the difference between a will and a trust? Yeah, that's a good point. You have to know the difference. Um, with a will, you basically are putting your, uh, who you want your assets to go to. Uh, if you have minor children, the will will typically also say who the guardian uh, would be in the event that you're, you and your spouse are, uh, aren't, aren't there, who's going to take care of them. So the will would uh, do that. Um, and it just, and then basically it indicates who gets, uh, your estate, um, and whatever, whatever that ends up being, whether that's a, a little or a lot. Um, and that can, um, that could, that's basically what that will, uh, is if it's over 166,000, if your assets are over 166,000 in California, it will be probated. So that will will be, uh, the original will be deposited with the court. And the court will keep it, and then, um, and that's where it will stay. And then, then that that will gets probated. So the will uh, in that probate process, it's the process of changing title of the assets that you had uh, over to the beneficiaries in your will. So that's that's basically in a nutshell what a probate does. Um, it changes the title uh, to from you uh, over to your beneficiary. And allows them to then own it, um, in, in a legal, formal way so that, you know, this course is everybody gets notified of it, uh, as far as in California goes. Uh, it's almost like every aunt, uncle, anybody that, uh, could possibly have some interest in it gets, gets noticed. So that always brings, you know, people like, oh, there could be money here. So, you know, they, <laughs> and, and give a little bit of a uh, challenge to things. Um, so uh, that that's... Uh, you that's you know what? Hey, David, so uh, uh, let's, uh, let's uh, uh, let our listening audience know what uh, a trust is because I want to get to what's a revocable and irrevocable trust. I mean, I believe that that is important. So can we talk about trust a little bit and can you answer what's the difference between uh, the, the two? Sure. Yeah. And basically when uh, the most common trust that uh, I do and most people do here in California is a revocable living trust. Um, it's just like it says, it's revocable. Uh, the, the people who create it can amend it and change it uh, up until they're, till they die or, you know, up until at least they have capacity to make those changes. So, um, so that, that's uh, a revocable living trust. And so and it basically is kind of like a, a uh, a mirror of you. So it, it, it basically, it's, it's, it has the same tax identification number that you have. And, it, uh, it, it's, but it, and then it's holding property, uh, that you've put into the trust. Um, so, so you're now owning it. You still own it, but you own it as, as trustee of your trust. So you are able to, um, put the property in there and then manage it just like you would any other property that you have, if it's in your name, so you control it. And then, and then when, um, you know, let's say you die, uh, both, both spouses pass, uh, then 
the, the, the property is still in the trust. That hasn't changed. It's still under your name as trustee. But now that the trust is, I appoint uh, J.C. Cooley as trustee of the trust. And so now he, now you are now the trustee, and you are able to manage the property just like the owner did. Um, so, and now you have, but you have to follow the terms of the trust. You can't just say, oh, it's my, pro- my property now. Uh, you have to take it and, and distribute it to the beneficiaries of that trust. Um, and that's, and that's the, the nice thing is that, uh, so it's kind of seamless. Um, only thing that changed was the, the trustee, uh, when that person died. So now you have a new trustee that's, a, that's now can manage that property, sell it and distribute it to the beneficiaries all without court supervision and without uh, having to, you know, go through the probate process. So um, there's there's still some notifications that need to go on. There's still some rules that need to be followed, of course, even with trust. It's not like you you just basically can uh, do whatever you want. It's just because you have a trust, but it does does operate much more privately, much more like a contract than than an open probate in in a court. You know, David, we've heard that many stories when, you know, when someone passes on, you know, they have, you know, bills, they have taxes, they have liens, and they're still outstanding. So those who are listed in the trust or will, are they responsible for the deceased, any their taxes or liens? No, not personally, no. So if, let's say they had uh, debts and liens of, of assets, um, they, they're responsible for paying those if they're valid liens, valid debts. They're responsible for paying it, uh, from trust assets. So if there are trust assets available or assets available to pay those bills, um, then those do, are supposed to be paid. Now those get paid first before, you know, before you wow. submit it to the beneficiaries. Uh, but let's say there's not enough. Uh, let's say, you know, they racked up large debts and there's just you basically there's nothing left after that the 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 executor the trustee is not personally responsible and doesn't have to start you know getting some of their money just because they got appointed as trustee they don't have to pay it they just they just basically would have to attest that there's you know there's no money here to pay it and that um that's that's that so they don't they don't that that creditor would not get paid um so that's how that would work that's very interesting. Um, yeah, so sometimes um, people get confused about that. They think, well, if the property's in a trust, then 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 it's protected from creditors, um, and that's typically not the case because, like I said, it, it kind of mirrors you. Uh, it, it, it's not a separate tax identification number, so it's your social. So if it's a valid debt, uh, those things will, uh, will will get paid. Now, James asked about the difference between an irrevocable trust and, you know, there is a difference there because it, it's, it's not considered uh, a mirror of you. It's a separate entity. So it has a, uh, its own tax identification number and it does offer some protection against uh, creditors because um, it's no longer considered your uh, asset. So if you put a, let's say you put a home in an irrevocable trust, then that that home is not considered your asset. Someone else has to manage it, though. So you, you lose control over uh, that property. Um, you may still get benefits from it, like rent or whatever, but 
you you don't own it anymore. So you, um, and, and people do that. Um, I I typically don't do those types of trusts. Uh, I do to do some irrevocable trust, but not necessarily for creditor protection, but um, sometimes for other reasons. But um, that and, and, and it's not bulletproof. I mean, if they can, if you're if you're still pulling the strings behind an irrevocable trust, uh, a credit and a creditor finds that out, you know, they can still they could just you know you know pierce the veil so to speak and say no, it's just a sham. Uh, you're you're still in control, and that that asset is yours, and you know they they're gonna want it. But um, that's but typically when you do an irrevocable trust, they you know they can't be changed, and, and you lose you lose the control of the asset. Somebody else manages it for you. Wow, Dave, no producer Noah why. again. I, I think one of the uh, most important questions when they're talking about people's estate plans and who's included in what. Um, can somebody control when their beneficiaries receive their inheritance? So maybe they don't, you know, they think that their child is too young. Can they put it like an age cap on that? Yes, they can designate at, uh, times when they uh, reach certain ages, they can receive uh, distribution. And it's common, especially with minors or even with children that, uh, you know, you don't want them to get a lump sum of money all at once. And, you know, even I mean, even if they're responsible and all that, it's something that's not a, a good idea to, you know, give somebody all that, you know, money. I mean, you're not, you're not intending to do it all like, like that, but that, that's what happens. That's what happens. And they get they get a lump sum and they, that they may not be able to handle it. Uh, so, so you can break it up over, you know, a third at, 25, a third at 30, a third at 35, something like that. Or and you can even put contingencies in, uh, which is encouraging them to do something to, in order to get the inheritance. So and it could be, you know, graduate from college or, you know, attend, uh, you know, some school, uh, do certain things that would help them to be motivated to, to get their inheritance. Other than I think it's going to just me wait and just sit back and say, oh, I got things. I'm just going to wait for my uh, parents to pass on and I'll be all set. But uh, if you, you can, you can definitely tailor it to the specific needs of, of your family and of your children uh, so that they, you know, they're you leave them in the best, you know, place that they can, they can succeed. And I think another important question when talking about children too and talking about what's included in the entire plan is who takes care of somebody's minor children if something happens? And But what also happens if that individual that has this plan regarding your, their children, they don't do anything? So who makes these decisions? Yeah, well, when it comes to who takes care of the children, um, if if you don't, if you don't have uh, that designated in, in your will or in your trust, uh, then then the court will appoint a guardian uh, for the children, and, and so and it would have to be done by either, either the family uh, or something a relative, or even the the state of uh, California would then uh, the court could appoint a public uh, guardian if if nobody steps up. So there, there are there. Are, you know, safeguards in place for, you know, families that don't have anybody to do that or they didn't plan it. And then, uh, you know, that those, those things, uh, can happen in the, in the uh, county or the state would be, uh, be the ones to, you know, be the guardians for those children until they reached 18 at least. 
Wow. You know, uh, this is so great uh, information. We're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to continue our discussion with David White. Uh, it's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. We got David White. Uh, just, uh, I'll tell you, he's educating us on uh, the importance of of family assets and, and protecting those things. And Such invaluable information, man. This is great stuff, James. And, and, and you know what, man? Uh, Noah, you, you saw all the stuff that I wrote down, me and Michelle wrote down. We got to have this guy back on at least one or two more times. Well, like I, I even went beyond that off the air. I said, we have to have this guy kind of on if David would want to on a semi-regular basis because this stuff is always evolving. Hey, that's up to David. What, what do you what you think about that? Well, <laughs> No, I, I'm having a great time. I'd be happy to. <laughs> no, no, this this information is so important, and uh, I believe that uh, our listening audience just now getting the, uh, an understanding of what it means to protect your assets and also protect your family. And uh, so, yeah, we, we'll talk about that one later, David. But, um, you know, uh, I, I got this question. First of all, what is an advanced health care director and a health care uh, agent? Uh, can you tell us the difference between uh, both of them? Yeah. So the advanced health care directive is the like a document that designates who will take care and make decisions for health care if you're not able to. So you indicate on the health care directive uh, for example, whether you want to be kept alive on life support, uh, if you're in a 
car accident and, and there's no reasonable chance of recovery, but you're in a, say, in a, in a coma or something like that, you, in your healthcare directive, you, you place that, you know, decision, you, you take that decision away from, you know, your family, so to speak, and say, you know, what do we do? Do we pull the plug and keep it plugged in? Uh, you, you, in the directive, you indicate whether or not you want that to continue or not. Uh, so that, so you, you're allowing them to, you know, make that decision based on what you've already indicated. And your agent is the one that carries that out. So that they would be the one that has the ability to make that decision for you in your directive. David, what is the, what is a durable POA, a general POA and a limited POA? What is the difference between all three? Yeah, a, a durable power of attorney um, is basically the most common here in California, and that's it's basically it, it survives in capacity. It, it's, it's whether you um, have your uh, capacity, you know what's going on, or you don't. Uh, the, the directive or the, or the power of attorney is, is uh, able to, uh, person is able to make those uh, decisions, can sign documents on your behalf. Uh, and so that's basically durable and general powers of attorney are kind of similar. Um, and then uh, limited powers of attorney would be just limited to certain things like uh, just for, for example, they just for uh, banks or finances only. Um, and it doesn't cover, you know, government uh, assistance or anything like that. So you can limit basically the types of power that you're giving to somebody to sign on your behalf. David, producer Noah again. So when we're talking IRAs and other retirement funds, do those go into a trust? And if they don't, where do they go? Yeah, when you're talking about IRAs, they do not uh, go into a trust because the trust can't own them. Uh, They are um, tax-deferred accounts or this IRA 401k. Um, so the IRS uh, says no; these have to be owned by an individual. Um, so that they they would go by beneficiary designation on it. So your IRA would be just like a contract. It says you know who the beneficiary is. Now the trust can be the beneficiary of an IRA. So that that's so it can, even though it doesn't own it, it can be a beneficiary. So and sometimes that is, is beneficial uh, when you have minor children um, and you don't want, you know, otherwise that, that money would have to be uh, held uh, by uh, a, a guardianship estate uh, for that child so that they wouldn't be able to distribute it to it, the child because they're minor. So they, the court would appoint a guardianship uh, of that. But if you have it, but if the trust is the beneficiary of it, it's not going to, the court wouldn't be needed to appoint a guardian uh, for that. Um, so there's there's definitely uh, reasons why you would want to put the IRA uh, the the trust as a beneficiary of the IRA, uh, but typically if your children are adults, uh, the beneficiaries are adults. Uh, for tax reasons, it's usually better to uh, have the beneficiary be the uh, be the, the individual be the beneficiary as opposed to the trust. There's more options and it's uh, able to uh, they can take it out over the lifespan um, and with a trust. Uh, sometimes it's, it gets uh, that doesn't happen. They, they have to take it either uh, in a lump sum or by a certain age. You know, Dave, um, 
Got a couple of questions that um, just one come. We 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 got very little time left, but we're gonna answer this. Can a child with special needs receive an inherited and keep their government assistance uh, that's already being provided? Yes, if it goes into a special needs trust. Um, if it, it if it doesn't, if that child receives the inheritance and there's no special needs trust uh, set up, then yes, they would lose their government uh, benefits. And they would um, have to spend uh, spend down the money that they inherited until they could receive, you know, government assistance. Uh, which, in some for some children, they'd be tough because they need, there's a lot of medical expenses that come along with their disability, and it's not necessarily the money that they need from the government. It's, it's the, all the health care that they receive. So, so a lot of times, if if I create a trust and they have a child that has a special needs then that uh, it's good receiving special needs or government assistance, then we will put in a special needs trust provision in their, in their trust. So if they pass, their, their money goes into the special needs trust for the child, and that child can continue to receive government assistance and just and not, uh, not lose that. And, uh, and then the money that they have in trust can be used for their special needs. Um, you know, it can't be used for like food and clothing, those kinds of things, but uh, but for other things they can they can use it for. David, so uh, we're pressed for time again, but I I think this is important because you convinced me uh, a little bit more than a year ago uh, to uh, create a trust and take care of things. What is one of the most uh, important takeaways that you want our listening audience to get from uh, this conversation today from you? Yeah, I would say you need to have something in place so that if, it, if something happens, you're, you're, you've done some planning, you've, done, you've planned ahead, and you're going to protect what you have to, for those that you love. I mean, if you, you love those uh, beneficiaries, you love your, your children, your spouse, uh, you got to do something to help protect them. Uh, don't just leave it, you know, up to the state to take care of it. Um, you you got to you got to take the initiative and you know uh, do do what you need to do to to protect those you love. And you know what I I tell you I mean uh, I trust you and I know that you're a great attorney. How can I listen to audience? Get in touch with you or uh, get in touch with you to get your services. Uh, uh, how can they do that? Uh, can you tell them? Sure. Yeah, they can uh, go to my website, uh, whitelawoffice.com, spelled W-I-G-H-T, whitelawoffice.com, and they can uh, go on there looking at that information about trusts, wills, and things like that, and um, and they can send me a, a message uh, through that website. Uh, if they'd like to get a free consultation re- regarding their state plan, I could do that. And they can always just pick up the phone if they want to give me a call at 858-717-8035. David, man, uh, I really appreciate uh, you taking the time to come on the show today. And just like my great producer, Noah, I I would love to have you on uh, uh, another time or two uh, to continue to educate our our listening audience on this. So I thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much. You know, I want to thank uh, my great uh, uh, co-host, Michelle Covey. Uh, thank you. Thank you for always being there. I want to thank my great producer, Noah. You know, he makes me better every single show. Most importantly, I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking time to tune in.
to It's Your Life, uh, James Cooley. And uh, we're always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to uh, our great audience. And, uh, you know, so uh, we encourage everybody to call in and ask the questions, a lot of people are silent. Call in and ask the question from our great guests because they're here to educate us. So, again, thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow from Atlanta, Noah. Uh, well, uh, I think you're going to be at a Hawks game. I hope, Steve, you're listening. Are you going to be at a, at a Hawks game this week? There, well, we're going to be at a Hawks game on Friday, but we're going to be in Hawks headquarters tomorrow. And I know my, my main man, Charles D. Mangor, is listening in. I see him texting back and forth. He's listening in tonight, and uh, I, I'll be there tomorrow. Can't wait. And, uh, it's going to be a so great broadcast. It's going to be a great broadcast, and uh, we're going to lock in on the NOAA. And so we're going to, once we lock in, I, I contact you, make sure everything is hooked up. But also, I'm going to Chattanooga, Tennessee to see my family Saturday. But we got another great show tomorrow from Atlanta, Georgia. State Farm Arena headquarters executive officer. It's your life. I'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.